Today's sponsor is Audible.com, which has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at audible.com slash decode. Recode Radio presents Recode Decode, hosted by Kara Swisher. Hi, I'm Kara Swisher, executive editor of Recode. You may know me best as the person they named the iPhone 6S after, but in my spare time, I do some tech reporting, and you're listening to Recode Decode. On this show, we talk about technology, politics, media, and the ways in which they intersect with our lives. Today's guests in the red chair are Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor, co-creators of the HBO show Girls. They're here to talk about Lenny, their latest project, a newsletter about feminism, contemporary culture, and other topics that interest, well, mostly women. In addition to her work on girls, Dunham wrote and directed the movie Tiny Furniture and released her memoir last year called Not That Kind of Girl. Connor has worked on shows you might remember from the old days of the 2000s, like HBO's George and Martha or Judd Apatow's Undeclared. I'm really excited to have both of them here today. Welcome, Jenny and Lena. Thank you. Well, I'm glad you're here. I really appreciate it. We're so excited. We've been so excited to do this. Yes, you want to break the internet, you wrote me, correct? Yeah, we want to break the internet Okay, well, let's get started. Yeah, Mark Andreessen did pretty well two weeks ago, so let's see if we can do better than that. Yeah, we would like that. He talked a lot about Soylent, which people seem to like in tech. We're definitely not... Going to talk about No, we're not talking about Soylent no. anyway. Whatsoever. We'll, we'll find our own way. All right, okay. We've definitely talked about Soylent like critically in the confines of our office. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's not that bad, actually. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Lenny and what you guys are doing. So why don't you explain what it is and where where you decided to do this? Because online newsletters, it's, it's a little retro, but they're kind of coming back like podcasts and things like that. So what was the, the thinking? Because you could have done a website, you could have done a lot of things. Well, a newsletter actually... I mean, in it's the simplest way to explain it is that it just seemed manageable for mm-hmm. us. We because we have girls on the air and we have a production company, mm-hmm. um, so we produce other things as well. It just seemed like, oh well, actually, we could be completely in control of content if we did it once a week in a newsletter. That made sense to us, um, and and I mean, I got an email from Lena saying like, we need to find a space on the internet. I don't want to do this in 140 characters anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I went to Ben Cooley, who's our CEO, mm-hmm. and and I thought I thought right around now we'd probably be maybe hiring a person to work at Lenny, and we're launching in right. September twenty right. nine with a staff and an office. I mean, it's been an amazing process. Ben really took to it. Although he although this is he's been a tour manager, he's been a producer, he's done he's been Jenny's baby daddy. He's mm-hmm. had a lot of cool jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, he, this was new frontier for him as well. And he really took to it and made it his mission to understand the landscape that we were going into. And we kind of made it our mission to really, I think it's weird because we both love the internet. We love, even though we text all day, we love communicating with each other on the internet. Mm -hmm. Which you do a lot. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. But But we love, we love the spaces that it's carved out, but we've also both been, had pretty wounding experiences. And so it was amazing when we started to talk about what Lenny would be, we were so, it was like we were both talking. We both had this like fully formed thing inside us that we wanted that we had never talked about. But clearly, I mean, it didn't take us very long to figure out what the vision for it was because. No, it went it had, very quickly. It had been, I think it had been building up in us for so long, a frustration. Something with, you wanted to say. Yeah, something we wanted to say, but also a frustration with sort of, the feminist internet as it stands and a frustration with the lack of safe 
Jenny's used the word snark a lot to describe mm-hmm. sort of what we wanted to avoid. Mm-hmm. And a lack of sort of snark-free intelligent spaces for women who didn't want to participate in feminist infighting but did want to. That's always enjoyable in Twitter, isn't it? Yeah. Fe- it's my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite. <laughs> you're not feminist enough. You're too feminist. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so That happens a lot when we say so the you, same word. So the newsletter, you're broadcasting out to people. I mean, is that how you're thinking of it? Is that you have interesting voices? So what are you trying to create? A, the traditional publishing model of here's some articles to read, here's some things to consider, or a dialogue? We're trying to get to a dialogue, but not, um, you know, we are blasting it out so we don't have, like, an organic community necessarily, but we we do want to create a community eventually. But we're starting, yeah, with content that we feel like you can't find elsewhere, like our, uh, Lena's interview with with um, Sandra Bland's best friend mm-hmm. and sort of humanizing her and having her be not just this sort of, you know, Person, figurehead, figurehead for living in the world, right, symbol right, right. to take her out of being a symbol and make her, making her a person. So you're going to both do interviews and things like that, correct? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're both doing interviews. We're both doing personal essays. We're both, you know, commissioning and editing other people's personal essays. We have recurring columns about health, beauty, um, style. I mean, those are. It has many of the benchmarks of a traditional women's publication, but mm-hmm. we're coming at it in a different direction. And I think until it's easy to say, like, we're doing this differently, mm-hmm. but it, until it's in your inbox and you sort of feel the energy of what we're trying to achieve, I think, I mean, I really do. I'm so impressed with our staff and impressed. We have Jess Gross, Jessica Gross, yeah, who's our editor in chief. so great. Um, Dorian wow. St. Felix, who's our editor at large, Laya Garcia, our associate editor. They're all such They're fantastic, imp- yeah. impressive Great. women. What, what were you, when you're saying different, how do you get different? Because sometimes you can different to do content. Sometimes you can do it, I don't know, you could have gifts. The entire thing could be in gifts. You could do all kinds of different things. Through content, I think. To I mean, there is, you know, I have been really disappointed, frankly, with like Jezebel, which mm-hmm. was something I used to love so much. And now it feels almost entirely full of snark and cynicism. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I just think, oh, well, why can't we have a and place It's not that's 20% nicer now what? under the new Gawker regime? I don't know because I don't read it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but we literally it, won't open links. Yeah, we I won't, won't, open, I won't open a link to Gawker. Right. I just won't. Like it, It's too toxic. When it's about you or just... No, 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 no. If someone sends me a link about something actually I want to read, like um, someone's... Someone, someone sent us a link about... Ex-wife, Wrote about Scientology. Oh, yeah, Jason Lee's ex-wife. Jason Lee's ex-wife, and I was like, I want to read that. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit, it's Gawker. I'm not opening it. Just on principle. It's Uh not like we think we're going to shut them down by not opening our links. It's just (laughs) about not letting that... That energy flow. Yeah. No, it's really been actually... It was Jenny who was like, don't look anymore. Because at that point, it was like... Because you like to look. You've talked about it on the show. You've had, you know, where you were reading Gawker on... Well, I read Gawker. We talked about it on Girls, but I used to read Gawker and Jezebel in college and be like, I can't wait to get to New York where my... Back to New York where my people will be to welcome me. And it's like, it's literally, if I read it, it's like going back to someone who beat... A husband who beat me in the face. Like, it just doesn't make any sense for me to do that. So you're trying to do with Lenny something different. Do you want to be uplifting, aspirational? I mean, you talked about Goop being... You know, I've been a huge Goop fan forever. crazy huge Goop fans. And we love Gwyneth. And Mm -hmm. she has actually been so unbelievably helpful to us in this process. She has guided us, like, every step of the way. We send her emails constantly asking her questions. She has... Such good advice. She's, she's a really, really kick-ass advice. She, she is. is yeah. She's really tough. She moves a lot of merchandise. She too. moves a lot of merch. She's yeah. really 
really funny and really easy to talk to. No, that's a, that's a different tone. That's sort of your your Hampton's friends you wish you could be kind of thing. I would or not yeah, describe no. Lenny as aspirational in any right. way. I would yeah. describe it as meeting you where you are and providing solutions for the place where you are. And the other thing is like Jenny's at this thing which is so much content. So often you have to choose between sort of kindness and humor. Like and can we create a space where that's snark free but you're still laughing? Like right. that is where, like, I would say sassy from the early days. I mean, yeah, sassy was literally huge my favorite. I mean, yeah. of course, like those that, people. That's the most brilliant. It was Christina Kelly and yeah. Jane Pratt. I mean, forget I mean, it. I said yeah. I wanted even this to dirt. F- you remember dirt? Yep, every, I loved it. It was great. Uh, sassy, I read every month. Oh my god, yeah. I was obsessed. They had sassy in the high school library at Friends Seminary, so you had to like <laughs> find an excuse to be in there to read yeah. sassy. Uh-huh. Okay, but I remember my parents let me get a subscription to Jane because they were like, "There's no stopping her. She's going right. to read this." Right. And that feeling I had when it came and I was going to read the travel column and I was going to read the make under and that kind of remarkable sensation cute of like, boy alert. what do you say? Cute, cute boy, boy alert, which our friend Jesse mm-hmm. Peretz was a cute boy alert. Yeah. We we're really excited. To Are you going to have cute yeah. boy alerts on your, we haven't, we don't have any really male focused content yet. I, like, I think we'll, from Sassy. I I think know. we'll get there. But another thing that was important to us was not to assume that all our readers were straight, not to assume mm-hmm. that all our readers were white, not to assume that all our readers were cisgender. And so like, there would be just as likely to be a cute boy alert as a cute girl who, alert. Who, um, who are you aiming at? Millennial? I mean, it seems like millennials of a type or, or younger people. Or where I mean, are you when going? Lena went on her book tour, all she she did, you know, kind of unique book tour. Mm-hmm. Where she brought Planned Parenthood right. with her and, and guests did, and guests and did like forums every every stop and and um, you know, I went on one of the stops in Chicago and and the just the women would lie these young women really diverse group would like line up to talk to her but to ask her like where you got that sweatshirt but Mm -hmm. also to ask her like how should I write and you know how brave can I be when I'm writing and Mm -hmm. you know do you think fiction is better than nonfiction? like every kind of angle of humanity they wanted to know from her and it felt like oh well this is a community waiting to have someone talk well, is that to a, them. Is that a your community, Lena? Is that I mean, a, are you trying it, to grow you, your brand, or what's the? I need to use that word around a person. Well, no, you have I one. make. Jo- it's funny. We you actually say got brand. into brand this yeah. year. Oh like, no, brand I is everything. Yeah. This I talk year about we it all use the, time. the word, yeah. and sometimes when Jenny, because Jenny is one of those people, she's not pretending when she says she doesn't like to get her photo taken. Like she genuinely hates it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when she's resistant, I'll be like, "This is really good for our brand." Brand. <laughs> and it started out as a joke, but now I can really get her to do things using the brand threat. Yeah. But yeah. I you think, have to. I mean, it's what you what you're trying to get through. But yeah, a lot of it could be built around you. You know, well, like, I think which what means was really it's not important scalable. to me was that it isn't just like it's not. You know, like I'm a not that this is a problem, but it's not like I'm a cast member on a WB show and I'm like I'm gonna let you in on my hair care secrets. Like <laughs> the girls who came to my tour were engaged, passionate, political women with really interesting ideas about the world. I would say they averaged between 18 and 34. And they had a lot to say and a clear desire for community. And that's not about me. That may have gathered around me in this one specific instance because it was a place that they knew they could find like-minded people Mm -hmm. who wanted to talk about everything from, you know, sex to uh, choice to, you know, pink hair. Mm -hmm. But that isn't about me. And so something that's really important to us with the site is like it isn't – this is not a celebrity brand site. This is a site – There's plenty of those. There's plenty of those, and there are plenty of those that do it really well. Yeah. 
I don't have the skill or the desire to be a celebrity brand. I have the desire to give other people the chances that I've had to express myself. And I think that's something that Jenny and I really share in our production company, even in girls, is that we want to give other people the opportunities that we've had to talk in such an unfiltered way about what it feels like to be female right now. Right. And also just to, like, humanize th- things like politics. Like, mm-hmm. we're doing this um, this project called Ask Your Mother, mm-hmm. and it's, um, it's about uh, reproductive rights and abortions before Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. And um, I asked my mother, mm-hmm. and we're encouraging everyone to ask their mothers or their grandmothers or their fathers, or anyone, and I asked my mother, and she told the story of an abortion she had before Roe v. Wade. I, I mean, I none of these stories it. are a dream. No. Some are better than others. Yeah, like, this was, I mean, this was an okay story. I think story. the fear part was the one that... Yeah. That's, yes, part. no, she drove to Ensenada and spent three hours right. thinking she was going to die. Yeah. For yeah. sure, not knowing anything, knowing yeah. she had to carry her sunglasses in her left hand. But so, you know, we did that. We're doing that story, which is an encouraging everyone to talk to their mothers and to talk to people and... And that's our way of talking about what the world was like before Roe v. Wade and sort of reminding people... What we can't go back to. What we can't go back to because we are going backwards. And so that's our way of like talking about reproductive rights at this incredibly deeply personal mm-hmm. level. So and, ha- go ahead, and you know, it's like the, the kind of teaser content we've done for Lenny, which was first the interview with Shanae Okamore, mm-hmm. Sandra Bland's best friend and mentor, and then we did our... Lenny Summer Fiction Issue. We're going to be releasing our Ask Your Mother feature. And each one kind of really speaks to an aspect of what we want to do. Like, for example, the fiction issue, we want to bring back the idea that, like, a women's magazine could include poetry and fiction, and women Mm -hmm. could be interested in actually seeing art and literature by other women. And it's not just... And they're also, like, fun, sexy, summery stories. Mm -hmm. You know, it felt... had like a lightness to so it. So it's though. not a website that you're not going to do any kind of way. You might do a website or not you, yet. I mean, yeah. we will have the it's website that thing. is collecting Zoe the Deschanel information. Zoe has a website. Yeah, Hello, yeah, Hello Giggles, Giggles and that's yeah. our friend Sophia's website yeah. and we love it and that actually also has a lot in common I it think does, with yeah. Sassy. Like mm-hmm. that has a lot um, and and that place is amazing and that's a really intense community mm-hmm. like Rookie too. Um, but for right now, the, our website will only and just no have comments. the content. Is that correct? No, comment. no comments. No Tell comments. me why that. Honestly, I, we cut off comments on our site because of trolling. And, yeah. I mean, and I can't imagine with your site, especially because well, of the it's issue. All arguing around iPhones. So it's well, it's usual. arguing around iPhones, but like for example, like when Gamergate oh, was yeah. happening, like I, I under, it was crazy, and yeah, for us, that That's was something one of the that I was we cut it off. That was something I was not willing to comment on because there's very few things I don't want to talk about. But I was like, frankly, I'm not in a position to be like doxxed or whatever. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to have my safety compromised, and right. I, it's one of the few things we're talking about. It, it like. It, it no longer feels like we're in America. Like, it's like... No, the, it's the I'm talking to a bunch of them next week, Brianna Wu among them, and it's really... The, the stories th- are really... It's harrowing nice. what happens to you when you actually speak out on those issues. And mm-hmm. and I think in terms of comments, you know, I'll often see... I'll put up an Instagram picture. Like, this happened a couple weeks ago. I put up an Instagram picture of me. I thought it was funny. I had to wear my boyfriend's underwear because, like, my dog literally ate all my underpants. Okay. And That's a thing that your dog does a lot, right? Yeah. Okay. And I think so a lot nice. of dogs do it. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And it's disgusting, and he's particularly disgusting mm-hmm. about it. But um, he, I was wearing my boyfriend's underwear, and it wasn't a graphic picture. I was wearing men's boxers, and it turned into the most rabid, disgusting debate about women's bodies. And my Instagram page was somehow mm-hmm. the hub for misogynists for the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I had two feelings. I went, A, I don't want to share my space like this. But B, 
the teenage girls who come to my page and come because they want to see what I'm reading or see a picture of my weird underwear-eating dog or see what Jenny in my office looks like, I don't want them seeing a picture of me in my boyfriend's boxers and then be told that I'm obese and anyone who looks like me is repulsive and I deserve to be dragged around and smacked. And, you know, I don't want that. In the space. In the space. So you're creating a safer space. Kind of. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and hopefully a community. We have internet communities that allow us to speak. There's no shortage of ways to speak. And so hopefully through Twitter and through Instagram and through Tumblr, we can, can Lenny readers can connect to each other without having the um, actual comments box. And, and the vile th- vomit that comes out. Yeah, really, and I don't trust. Amazing. I always it's, say that like my gravestone will say, she read the comments. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not yeah, good for anybody. Around Gamergate, Alan Powell, it was really. Oh, was, my God. You know, even Someone Steve, we would love to talk to for Lenny. And yeah. If you're listening, Ellen, we are looking for you. <laughs> I will give you her email. <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting because it, 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 people seem to feel like they have an, an ability to be anonymous in a way that, and they sometimes do. Yeah. Um, when I started covering the internet in the early 90s, um, people would write terrible things to me on the thing, and then I would find them because it was easy to find right. people. And I'd <laughs> yeah. call them, and I'd say, hi, this is Kara Swisher. You just wrote me this vile right. email or whatever, and they would be shocked. They and I'm like, sure they would back down instantly. They did, instantly. Yes, instantly. That, just, who, Sarah Benacasa, is that who did it? Who... Someone did this. No, no. Lindy, Lindy West. West. She reached out to a troll who was doing horrible things <laughs> right. to her. And they were literally told her, like, I'm having a really hard time in my yeah. life. Yeah. I'm my really wife sorry. left me. <laughs> yeah. There's this woman, Mary Beard. And have mm-hmm. you read about Mary Beard? She's a classicist in England. And mm-hmm. there was an amazing article Rebecca Mead wrote about her for The New Yorker that I believe was called The Troll Slayer. Mm-hmm. And um, she is a woman who literally gets on television in England and talks about, like, Grecian urns. Like, mm-hmm. it, you, it could not be less offensive. Like, she's a funny, cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. academic talking about history. And she was getting some of the most vile comments you can imagine on the internet from, like, disgusting teenage boys with nothing better to do than, like, troll people they see on public television. And she started writing back to them. Mm-hmm. And she made it her mission. And she yeah. went to lunch with one of them. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm sorry. You remind me of my grandma and we have a bad relationship. Like yeah. she literally – and I don't have the energy to ever engage with a troll or welcome them into my it, life. It is interesting. It is an interesting phenomenon if you have, people think they can say. If you have the space for that, I mean, it's fascinating to unpack. We don't. Right. But, I mean, let's talk about that in the broader sense. Like, you're creating this this newsletter with the, with the tonality that you're trying to improve, I guess, around the internet, which you're yeah. trying to eliminate snark. You don't have comments, so you're trying to eliminate vile language and, and, and attitude. Yeah, and, um, and we don't have a, and we're not immediately updating you every minute of the day, so we're also trying to eliminate that sort of obsessive, like, refresh, refresh, refresh right. hunger <laughs> that right. comes with so many sites. I mean, we... Do you think you can succeed like that? Because uh, succeed like that because a lot of the sites that do well are those sites, the Buzzfeeds. Yeah. The I mean, how do you look well, at those sites? Well, it's interesting. Firstly, it's like our definition of success is probably very different with this project. It's probably very different than that of like Buzzfeeds, which it's true. I mean, I like uh, my definition of success has already happened, mm-hmm. which is like women on Instagram reaching out to us mm-hmm. using our hashtag. Mm-hmm. You know, if I see two things where people have asked their mother after we put that out, that will be a success for me, right. yeah. communicating with people and in that way. Can I, if uh, we can do that and not go broke, we'll be the happiest women so in the world. So you're funding it yourself, right? We At are. this point, we How are. How much yeah. money are you spending? I don't want to talk about oh, it. Right, right. I actually, I, I 
Do you want to talk about it? No, I just, I'm not that clear on how much we're spending. Okay. When I said, I've never said I don't want to talk about it before, but I suddenly just felt That's embarrassed. Okay. I know. I'm impressed that you even know. Yeah, I, but we're, but it's not a small amount of money. No, it no. costs money to start. It does. And it's yes. also, we pay our staff. I mean, yeah. Jess and Doreen and Laya are there out of passion, but they're and, also there because they're getting right. paid. And right. we will pay every writer and everyone who provides content, every illustrator. Yeah. We're, we're definitely not the model of like, do no. this for exposure. Yeah. We're paying everybody, which is really important to us. And, you know, we, we're sort of re- operating in the way that we do on girls and the way we do as producers, which is when we hire people, we vet them heavily mm-hmm. beforehand, and then we meet them, and if we love them, we hire them, and then we trust them to do their jobs. I see. So so you're you're spending your own money, and then yeah. do you want to raise money from venture capitalists? Do you ever want to meet a venture capitalist? Well, it's funny I, that I'd you love say, to be in that firstly, when I, had my, when I had my, I don't want to talk about it, part of that is that I've been so bruised by conversations around my income on the mm-hmm. internet. They've been mm-hmm. so vitriolic and so mm-hmm. disgusting. People don't and like you earning money? No, no. they hate it. Really? You know what? who they love earning what? money? Who? Men in her exact field. Yeah. Like, Men like in my exact field with less experience who write than books me. Yeah. And also have bestsellers who right. we love and are dear friends of ours. Right. Have you ever heard what Aziz makes on his book? Is mm-hmm. that a number that's floating around the internet that people mm-hmm. are flipping out about? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, no. it's really interesting. It is. I had no idea they were mad about your money. Other things, certainly. Oh, not. there was a they're whole. They're mad about everything. They're mad about everything, but there was a hole around my when my book was advanced, when my book proposal was leaked, and then people knew what my book advance was. It was like a, it was a full scale like, you rich whore, and it was like, <laughs> you know, I can take it, but. Yeah. But there's no reason to welcome more of those conversations in. That being said, the reason that we want to raise money is through – firstly, our conversation is about raising money through advertising. We right. haven't talked about going to venture capitalists because mm-hmm. the fact is is we want to own our business right. outright. Mm-hmm. And and right now we can afford – we're lucky right. enough to be yeah. able to afford yeah. to. Right. And so you want to – eventually you want to get advertising, which you select in newsletters, which you can yes. select. And then similar to podcasts. And then commerce. Correct? Yes, and then e-commerce. Uh, so yeah. ad sales and e-commerce are the things we're looking for and also, you know, with, with partners potentially to just be pushed out on their platforms if we partner with. Is there a number of subscriptions you want or because they're not paid subscriptions because there's a lot of paid subscriptions going on that are really interesting experiments. Right. Well, since we've started, I think we have uh, around 150,000. We're up is, to 163 oh, as of today. Oh, my God. That's great. Isn't that great? Yeah, that is great. We're really, we're really mm-hmm. proud of that. Yeah. If so, it was the amount of people watching our television show, we'd be canceled, but it's very good for a <laughs> newsletter. Yes. No, it's fantastic. That's actually a large number. Yeah. And do you have a goal to get to or not? I mean, everyone. Yeah. All the ladies. All the ladies. And, I, and the men who and love them. And the men who love them, yeah. Do you expect men to, to, to subscribe to this? I mean, this is – it's funny. I was talking to a friend about this yesterday, and he was saying, well, I don't really feel like there's a home for me on Lenny. Mm-hmm. And, um, but we do want to expand to that, but we're just starting with the audience we know is – right. We know we is already We already talk to All lot. the time. And All it's time. funny. I do hear men say a lot, like, I watch girls because it helps me understand my daughter. You right. know what I mean? And I'm not saying that there's, like, there isn't necessarily a rich history of, like, men reading women's magazines to better understand their wives. But right. I would like to think that men who are politically engaged and interested in feminist issues would want to read Lenny. I forced my Teamster driver, Brian, to sign up. Yeah. 
at first he was like, I don't want to. It's so, it's really girly. I don't, it seems really girly. Yeah, yeah. But he did it. I was like, we need to drive those subscription numbers, Brian. Yes, I need your you help. need to sign up immediately. I feel like the way I read the internet generally, aside from the New York Times, mm-hmm. is that I find links to things through right. other things I right. like. Like Absolutely. I'm not, I don't go to BuzzFeed ever. If I read BuzzFeed, it's because someone's Somewhere got else. a link. Well, that's the whole point of BuzzFeed yeah. is that they're elsewhere. Right. Kind of stuff. And so you're going to get into all this lingo and stuff like exactly. that. I know we're already learning. What, I mean, let me hear a lingo that you, an internet lingo. Well, when we learned CPM, we were pretty excited. Yeah. Yeah. Do and then like, when we learned CPM. Oh, that's changing. There's other. Is it called CPC? Oh, There's all it. kinds of things. What else do we'll we know? Never. There's also a lot of like, I, rem- I did an interview with Fast Company and in it, I was like, I used a lot of like voice, brand, yeah. position, space, <laughs> space, space, space yeah. is a big one. Like, scalable. scalable, scalable. Yeah. yeah. When you yeah. said that's not scalable, I was like, ooh, we're adding that to the repertoire. <laughs> yeah, scalable. And we do have a little bit of this thing where like we're like we're being business ladies, business ladies. We're <laughs> already we're, business ladies. We are, and we do fully run another company and. This a is, lot more employees. This is, hard. This is yeah. different. Yeah. So when you think about being in the internet space, we're going to talk for a little bit, and then I'm going to take a quick, uh, I'm going to read from our sponsor, and then we're going to talk a little bit more about other things you like on the internet and gadgets and things like that. Mm-hmm. What do you, why do you feel like you need to do this? Uh, you know, you're successful in television, you create movies, you've done documentaries, you're obviously clearly uh, successes in the media space. Is it? Do you feel like the, that you have to have a digital thing? Like, hey, I'm... We're celebrities, we're Hollywood people, we have to have a digital play, or what's the what's no, the thing? No, I think it was just it was just wanting more room to say the things we want to say. And um also we're just we wanna be in every field, mm-hmm. kind of. Uh we want an army of women mm-hmm. that we want to build. What are you gonna do? And we them? also recognize that you <laughs> have know, them vote. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we also recognize that this is the clearest way to reach a larger audience of young women with something that's free mm-hmm. and full of information that we know that they need. And um, we also just felt really passionately about the way that this allowed us to engage with other writers. I mean, the reason we started a production company was because we were interested in in having control of our own work, but also nurturing other voices. Right, and, and pushing the ball forward for women. Mm-hmm. And that's something we feel like we can continue to do and do well in this new are you going to Endeavor. focus mostly on this, or is this? How do you look at it as a side project? Because you're working. You have two more seasons of Girls. Is that right? One more, we think. One more. Yeah. We just finished our fifth, so and yeah. we were, are comfortable saying that we think we probably. I'm having lunch with Richard Plepler today. So you are. He's the, yeah, best. He's the best. He's we our love. love. So yes. much. Well, he already knows that we're probably going to do yeah. one more season of Girls. And after he totally our fifth. supports it. Yeah, he does. They're not ever trying to make people go out of their like creative. Yeah, no. Uh, somebody and else we have story. lots of. He told me how he met you. It was very funny. He's the most lovely man, and we have in lots his of. Gut, he felt you were very talented <laughs> right here. We have he's lots very of. Very emotional. He, he really was, is. He was telling the head of YouTube about how she should use her gut more, and she said, "I work for a robot, and I am not allowed to use my gut. We use algorithms." Because <laughs> <laughs> right. we were talking about um, one of the YouTube stars who has forty million fans, right. and you know, I think. Girls is a lot smaller than 40 million. Uh, yeah. 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 And so he was like, 40 million, who cares? And she's like, well, that's a lot of people. It was fascinating. It was like two people like, oh, talking right. to We know about the YouTube stars because of Jenny's kits. That's yes. how we're informed about who's Oh, there's cool. many. The Vine stars are even better. Well, there, we will. Uh, there was a rape in the Vine community and it kind of dropped out. No, that was just, that was just one group of people. Those. It's done. I'm done it's with done? Vine. I'm Vine done. Vine is cool. Kids love the Vine. No, I do. I actually, Jenny's son made me watch a collection of, he was like, here's 10 minutes of Vines. Yeah. I'll put like the best Vines of the year. 
And I kept being like, this is inappropriate. And then like laughing so hard yeah. I couldn't turn it off. There are all people and falling into walls. And then before you finish that sentence, it's done. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 It's mostly people falling into walls. It's like it's people sort of falling the into walls and like doing weird like spraying stuff in like guys dressed as cops' faces. And yes. Like exactly what would titillate an eight-year-old boy. Yeah. And weirdly me too. Yeah. 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 He likes like uh, tame jackass. We, yeah. Are you going to use other mediums to get it out there? Are you going to go on Snap? Do you Snapchat? We've I'll been yeah, snapping. We've been snapping. snapping. We snapped with our last story. We're snapping with um, our interview with Hillary Clinton. And periscoping. Yeah, it's gonna be, and periscoping. So Hillary Clinton's going to be your first. That's right. You showed She's, me your yes. selfies. Yes. Oh yes. my God. We I, had. We. I have a nice selfie with her. She's a good selfie taker. She's, She's a game. And She's game. Attractive. She's a game gal. Yeah. She is. We had the best time. I don't know about this periscope, but. I feel this creep- periscope. You sound like an old lady. <laughs> I don't I know feel about this. creeped out because I've heard about people periscoping things without permission, and so I don't. Well, that's the point, I think. Right. And so I'm just not feeling keen to periscope things. Yeah. yeah. I could be wrong. I could change it you up. You might like a periscope. Or I love this. Sna- I love Snapchat. Yeah. My boyfriend considers himself the king of Snapchat. He's uh-huh. really good the on king Snapchat. Of Snapchat. Have no. you? Yeah. Have you? Seen his Snapchat? No, I will look upon it. He's so excellent. He's so excellent at Snapchat. He, I don't think by he's the king numbers wise, but Mm -hmm. he's very creatively. He's always every day like coming up with a really great premise for his Snapchat and really making a story out of it. Oh, that's nice. And I often find myself the victim of his Snapchat without knowing it. Like me asleep on a plane. The other day I was asleep on a plane with my mouth really wide open and he was like, I could have taken a photo and made a viral meme and really ruined your life. And he didn't? No, See, he was like... You're lucky you're not did. dating me. I, that like, I like that you you think that you asleep on a plane with your mouth open is going to be shocking oh, no. to the internet. I know, well, he... He, oh, really? yes, he said absolutely. I looked from her. This yes. is what he said. He yeah. said I looked happened. so unattractive. I he see. said it was more shocking than anything I've ever done because <laughs> yeah. he said I looked like a hideous corpse being yeah. like like he a man who loves me and tells me I'm beautiful all the time was like I've never seen anything like yeah. the I, horrible face. I feel like making. he should go for it next time. <laughs> I'm gonna read a word from our sponsor. If you're always on the go like myself, you don't have time to sit down and read. Audible.com is a great source to be able to catch up on the latest bestsellers. Listen to it while on the road or at the gym. Audible.com is a leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. Audible content includes more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Audible carries audiobooks in every genre imaginable, business, classics, history, and self-development, just to name a few. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audible.com slash decode and choose from over 180,000 audio programs Download a title free and start listening, such as Lena's book, Not That Kind of Girl. Thank you for that yes, plug. Yes, anytime. I I'm actually have great. it on Audible. That's it's so nice. It's that easy. Uh, I, I, didn't, I almost bought the Trump book, but then I couldn't do it to myself. Go to audible.com slash decode. That's audible.com slash decode and get started today. We're here with Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor talking about their new site, uh, newsletter, Lenny. LennyLetter.com. Uh, LennyLetter.com. And you can sign up there for it. And it's, uh, it's starting on September 29th. And if yeah. you didn't pick up on it, Lena plus Jenny equals Lenny. <laughs> I see. I got that part. I was gonna, <laughs> did you I was get gonna, it? Yes, I did. Did you get it? Good. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. I told people on the set often call us by accident Although it should when be Lenny with an I, right? It should, but let's What's, not do you that. You couldn't get that URL? It's a little or? Holocaust-y. Just, yeah. Oh, yes, let's true. be honest. Rapenstahl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's with one end, though. It's true, Yeah, but, but you've got to be careful yes. in this world. You think still to this day Lenny is taken in that way? I guess I Adolf know. is too. Yeah. Lenny, yeah. our Lenny is taken by Lenny Kravitz. Oh, I know. Literally. Did you want that from him? 
Did we did we want well I think that there was Lenny.com is owned by a man named Lenny, but also maybe Lenny Kravitz is trying to buy we're or all Or like he's holding out for Lenny Kravitz yes. to buy yeah. it. Yeah. It's very expensive. I had re- <laughs> recode.com is owned by a German guy who just won't give it to me. Right. And yeah. No. I just can't deal with him. So yeah, I, I know. went to dot net. Domain right. squatting or whatever <laughs> I know. it's no, called. No, yeah. no. Years ago I was at a party, a, a VC party, and there was all this food and this really guy who looked like did not belong, looked like a homeless guy who walked in off the street and I Said, what are you doing here? Because like you're you're not you don't look like all the VCs and your chinos and khaki pants. And he had sold food.com to them for eight million dollars. Oh food.com? Yeah. It's I'm amazing. so like literally the genius yeah. who just bought some dot coms. I know. Right. No, our that favorite one. thing to do in college was go on GoDaddy and buy disgusting dot coms. Because yeah. it's like three dollars and you have just like sausage daddies <laughs> or whatever stupid. <laughs> you have that thing. Still? I don't know where all my dot coms went, but my roommate Willie Thurlow and I used to sit around like buying three dollar dot coms. Uh-huh. Well and so that was that was So you probably still own them. I probably do. Yeah. You sausage daddy, is that right? I made that one up. Okay. I'm sure Sausage Daddies was taken a long <laughs> before I came along. So we're, let's talk a little bit about the internet and your use of it as as uh, people in the media. Hollywood's been notoriously scared of the internet. You guys are super active. Um, you like plunge in, sometimes to your detriment. Um, talk about it helping your show, and does it help your show, or do you, or why do you do it? What's your, what, how do you think Hollywood looks at the internet space? I mean, I do, I do it just to engage with. The world. I have no idea if it helps our show. Like, mm-hmm. we, there's been very few things actually that HBO has asked us specifically to do. So, um, I know it helps shows. Like, I know I've read things about yep. how Scandal, Scandal, absolutely. You know, and I am a huge Scandal. We are both huge Scandal yeah. fans, and we're so Scandal heads. Yes. We're Scandal heads, which is I'm the name. How to get her. away with murder, lady? Yeah, I love that too. Yeah, anything Shanta does. It's right. TGIT. It's all good. Um, yeah. But so. Uh, so I know it does help, but we've never kind of done that. I mean, most of our cast isn't even on. So they don't act. You don't actively media. make them use it, or no? no. We no. couldn't no. if we tried. Yeah. But I, I mean, I just love it. I just really enjoy it. I enjoy twittering, enjoy engaging pe- with people when it's not just like sort of blind cruelty. Um, right. And Instagram is almost completely positive place. Jenny so. started Twitter the first summer we were shooting girls. She mm-hmm. got her Twitter account. And I just remember she really took to Twitter like a fish to water. And yeah. there she was like, she got her Twitter account and she came up later and she was like, I can't stop tweeting. I you know. know. But her fur, like, I just she, joined Instagram this year though because I, yeah. I sort of thought, oh, well, that's pictures and I'm words. And yeah. Th- that there was some Instagram sort of distinction. Terrific. I love it. I'm yeah. crazy about it. Yeah. Like, do you I stop Twittering it. now? Or you... No, I do both. Do you Facebook? I don't Facebook. I'm. Oh, Ed, that's not true. We when have... we started Lenny, yes. I, I mean, I had a Facebook account that I think is just existing there somewhere. Where... Might be helpful because they have a billion people. Well, I know. Have, no, we, we have a Lenny uh, letter Facebook. We're just newly coming back to it. I yeah. sort of had a personal thing, which was like I went on it when everyone else went on it yeah. and then, a million years ago and then like found out, you know, which ex-boyfriends had gained lots of weight mm-hmm. and reconnected with the one person I wanted to reconnect with. And then it was just, like, too much coming yeah, at me. Yeah, it's very noisy. Um, but uh, so I just For brand, went, it's excellent. Went, exactly. So now we're just back. Yeah. So what I'm excited you? to get involved. What do you, what do you, what do you Well, we have our Lenny Letter Facebook. Then I have Alina Dunham, like, sort of, I guess it's one of those public pages, and I push mm-hmm. all my Instagrams and tweets to it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I go on, and if I'm in a funny mood, like, interact with people. And then mm-hmm. I do... Um, I do 
uh, Instagram and Twitter and then Snapchat no. and Snapchat now mm-hmm. at Lenny Letter. And one Letter. thing that I'm really excited about, I think we're allowed to talk List about app. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is List app, which BJ Novak started. Oh, okay. It, it's like Twitter, but for lists. Uh-huh. And he started it in beta this year. And, and it, we got to beta test it in this really fun, cozy community. And what do you like about it? It's just really fun. It's like lists that are incredibly helpful, like, you know, 10 places to go in Tokyo yeah. that you haven't heard of. And right. also like a list that's like, um, how to break someone's heart, and then j- it's just a very personal, beautiful story written by wow. someone, but in in you know ten. So they're good listicles. Lists. They're, they're really good. They're and really good, really personal listicles, and you can also go on and be like, open list nine ways to fix cure a sunburn, and like there's you know like three MDs, a really funny comedian, and a DJ answer yeah. you, and it's just a really and so I think he's going to be going public with that. He's going to be opening that up to the larger community mm-hmm. later this year. It's a little like and Quora. So the, 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 it's much more geeky. I'll, this, well, I'll show it to you. Yeah. It's really great. It's really great. It's really mm-hmm. simple interface. It's like really Yeah. So so easy. you but do you think it's important for – how do you think Hollywood reacts to to the internet? It's been sort of a weird fear and loathing and also embrace of it at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I think – I mean, As it, a it does seem like there's a lot of fear mm-hmm. about it. For, um, for a like decade Definitely, now. like, yeah. George Clooney's not tweeting. Like, no. it's definitely yeah. not, like, a movie star thing to do. Mm-hmm. No. And and when they do, it's actually so fun and mm-hmm. so great. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a really, really good place for comedy. Mm-hmm. There's so many comedians tweeting and Instagramming and, and um, you know, like, Amy Schumer's is so funny and really mm-hmm. personal. And we get to see her with Ellen, but then we also get to see her with – her sister in some weird place, like right. looking unglamorous right. and being a human. Right. Um, so I don't know. Comedians are having great success on it, but in terms of stars who aren't selling things or promoting things, it's not that common, I think. Do you think and about I mean, producing just for it? It's, I mean, you know, there's all these different over-the-top things happening. Obviously, you're on HBO, which just went over the top. Do you think about that? the idea of doing a Netflix show or your next show not on a traditional network and HBO really is traditional. Yeah, I mean we're really open to anything. I mean, I, some of the best shows are on other networks right. for sure. I, I mean, mean, we love 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 our life with HBO and they really understand us and they really give us what we want, but like and it's HBO it just yeah. feels really good to be, be there, there because right. they care so much about their content. Right. But, but would the, you imagine going on Amazon, for example? I mean, in, I'm, we're open to the idea of things for other mediums. At this point, we're in a we're in a real monog relationship with HBO. <laughs> yeah. But but it's like you could also we are totally open to the idea that things don't have to exist just on you know the gold or silver screen. I right, mean, I and think, Amazon's been amazing for our friend Jill Soloway, who's right. making transparent. You yeah, know, that's been incredible. And, yeah. and they've supported her beautifully doing that in her. Like this unique vision, right? Yeah. And um, and so you know, there's where there, we'd go wherever great content is created. It's right. who, who's allowing you to create great to things. Create Netflix great certainly things. is with yeah. lots of stuff. Let's. I want to finish. I'm just a little bit. Just two more two more areas I want to talk about. One is this idea of where the internet is going as this unsafe space. Do, have you pulled back, Lena, since the whole controversy around your book? Because that went crazy on the internet. You know, I don't. I guess I have pulled back in a sense because I don't look at Twitter anymore. Mm-hmm. I have a really great person. You don't look because you've been active on it. I tweet, yeah. but I do it through someone else. Okay. I don't have any access to, I don't even know my Twitter password, which okay. 
I, which may make me seem like I'm no longer a sort of genuine community user. And that would be true. I go mm-hmm. to the page, I go to Jenny's page like once a week and like laugh and catch up on her tweets. And there's mm-hmm. a few people where I'll like text her, I'll be like, finally caught up in your tweets. Great work. Right, yeah. And there's a few people who I go and I check out, but I'm not involved in the Twitter community in the way that I used to be. I very rarely respond to people. Um, I still like the format as just a way to express ideas, and I really appreciate that anybody follows me at all. And so I didn't want to cut off my relationship to it completely, but it really truly wasn't a safe space for me. I think that even if you think you can separate yourself from the kind of like verbal violence that's being directed at you, that it creates some really kind of cancerous stuff inside you, even if you think... Even if you think, like, oh, I can read, like, ten mentions that say I should be stoned to death and kind of, like, laugh and move on. Like, those aren't words that – that's verbal abuse. Those Mm -hmm. aren't words that you would accept in an interpersonal relationship. And those aren't words that should be directed at you ever. And so for me personally, it was safer to stop. stop. And I still man my own Instagram, but – and that's kind of me because it's a little bit more of a – it's a more positive community and – it's more, it's really immediate. I take a picture, I post it, I move on. And um, and yeah, I think that I've kept uh, one cautious toe in the water. I didn't want to be like driven away, but I also... Do you want... stop speaking your mind then? Have you stopped no. saying controversial All things? All I do is say things that offend. Yes. I can't do anything right. that doesn't offend people. But you don't want to see it and see the response. I don't care. Like I said something about Justin Bieber last week and yeah. supposedly like massive, there's been massive trolling by Justin Bieber fans. I don't know, so I That's don't care. a vicious care. group of people. Right. And if I literally, if I was being attacked by Justin, I would be upset every day if I was reading tweets from 13-year-old girls that was like, you're fat and Justin Bieber's our angel, but right. I'm not, so I don't have to st- be stressed about it. Right. I've never thought about Can it once. Twitter do anything about that? Do you th- should they? Well, you know, I've, I've wondered, and I've been in, t- I have a relationship with the people at Twitter, and they mm-hmm. can help me block people, and they can help me, but at the end of the day, like, that's not... It's also a really complicated line where when mm-hmm. is it violence and when is it speaking your mind? And right. when is someone saying, like, you know, Lena Dunham's the fattest whore in town? Just here's the thing about the First Amendment that's complicated. It's like if you believe in it, you have to believe in it. And mm-hmm. so it's like finding that line between trolling and sort of people saying things you really don't like is complicated. I don't want to be the person making those decisions. Um and I think that what tw- I think what's really dangerous that Twitter has to figure out is that they can be a tool for sort of like the desiccation of the egos human and race. souls yeah. of human race is a good word. Yeah. I was going to say like the egos and souls of teenage girls. Yeah. Like, you know, there's there are marked incidences of girls committing suicide after massive Twitter bullying. Right. And, and so, Facebook. Yeah. And so it's like, how do you? Rectify that with wanting to have a community where people are free to speak. Um, it's really complicated. Last question. Favorite gadget and what would you like to be invented? Okay, here's what I would like to be invented. And this is not really for me now, but I think it would have been really helpful for me in my 20s and especially now with social media. I think there should be a breathalyzer phone and a breathalyzer computer so that you have to breathe into it. And if your blood alcohol level is high, it shuts it down. So you can't do anything. So you can't do anything. You I can't think they post. have those things. Really? Yeah, I think there is an app like that. Okay. I'll find out. Okay. Lena? Well, I'd like to tell you that Jenny's invented not one but two apps in her dreams. Mm-hmm. That's true. She dreams apps. She dreamed up the app Forbid, which we had on Girls, which was which we never actually made, but which was an app that where you like pay, you have to pay a bunch of money 
It's you, free, and it cuts you off from a person you're trying not to communicate with. But mm-hmm. the, all my app ideas are really to save yeah, yourself like, from save yourself. Yeah, save yourself from yourself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, what a view of the world. <laughs> I know. That's for my <laughs> younger person. self. Yeah. <laughs> it's for my younger self. And what's your favorite gadget, both of you? Oh, wait, I have one more app that yeah. I yeah. yeah. I want to invent what? is um, lunch hunch. Lunch hunch, which is like <laughs> an app where you go to a restaurant, and instead of like when they give you at those chain restaurants, when they give you those things that light up or mm-hmm. whatever, you just put your phone in, and you you click your phone, and it registers you, and it gives you like a ten minute heads up when your mm-hmm. table's going to be ready. And yeah, they do that in back. San Francisco. Yeah. See? See? See, see, you should but, be there. But they <laughs> didn't call it lunch hunch. No, and that's, that's what Jenny did. That was her the dream. <laughs> And she was like, Could woke have been up. A billionaire. you literally woke up and you were like, I invented something. And I was so <laughs> impressed. The gadget I want is the one sing. I just heard about yesterday, what which is, is that apparently Kim Kardashian has, which is when you are taking a selfie, you click your phone on and lights light up all around it like a marquee. Kim and it gives you beautiful lighting. Kim I'm obsessed with Kim. We met her at the Variety Power of Women event, and I don't, We're Jenny with and I, yeah. with you, yeah, yeah, of course, and we were reduced. Well, Kim and I are close friends, as you know. I know, yes. and it's yeah. the greatest friendship, and like, literally season, True Detective season three, Kim yeah. and Kara. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's, we love her, and I bought like every copy of Selfish that I could yeah. and gave it out, and we're hoping to do something on Lenny that's selfish-inspired, and we've, we I reached want... out to Kim, I wasn't able to get in contact with her, so I will help you, you. yes. I, I would love you. your help with that, because I, I reached out to Kim uh, through her PR and have not heard back, but I'm not giving you up. You know why? I legitimized her on the lady. stage. I said she was an internet uh, genius. She is an internet genius. You did, and you yes. did legitimize her, yeah. but, and she is, I She's mean. She's a business genius, yeah. too. I love all those sisters, mm-hmm. brothers, dads, and mothers. Yeah. I <laughs> love them all. Um, I, the gadget I want to want is that Jenny bought me a Kindle because she was like, you have to stop carrying 19 paperback books and then telling me how much When we travel, like if we're going for a press tour in Europe, she brings a suitcase full of books right. that no one Kindles wants to carry. iPads are super useful. I yes. know. And then Jenny got me a Kindle and I have it, but it's just like I can't get over my thing with my fucking books, books yeah. and touching them and writing in them and whatever. And it's not even like I'm like such a good student. It's just... Uh. Rude. And so, and it was funny because we were in Japan together and I kept trying to give Jenny a paper copy of a book and she was like, don't give that to me. I'm going to buy it on my Kindle. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you're going through, like, you're plowing. I was, like, plowing through summer thrillers in Tokyo, yeah, like and nobody's like, business. And I was like, I'm not carrying around a summer thriller. Yeah, like, I don't need that thrillers. on my bookshelf. Do books or newspapers anymore. Jenny's yeah. son wanted an a- wants an Apple Watch. Wanted an Apple Watch. Yes, he really, really wants one. There you go. He was freaking out about it so much that, and then he also got confused Googling it. He's eight. And he was like, I thought it cost $17,000. One of them I, does. Honestly, that was my fault. I was like, you can't have an Apple Watch. They cost like $20,000. No. And then he found one. <laughs> really then I found one online for $300. I found And I found one online for $300. And then he started screaming, it's just the band. Yeah. And I was like, it's it, not. That is every single part of that I told him. That's so amazing. Well, <laughs> I, I misinformed him one. terribly. He doesn't even, I gotta no, say. he doesn't even have a phone. It's so. We'll see. Um, my, we'll see. It's so cute because my my dad has just got email like a year and two years ago. Uh-huh. I would say he just started using his email and he uh-huh. checks it like every four days. But he does he does it like people did letters in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Like he checks it every four days and spends like five hours Returning. crafting careful responses. And one day he was like, "I'm really sad because 
I write everyone really long emails and then they just write me back, yep. okay, or sure. <laughs> and I was like, you have to understand like everyone else is checking it every second and responding yeah. and you're going on twice a week and writing long letters, yeah. letters yeah. that are stressing people out. And so I had to teach him, like I sat with him and I was like, see that email? You can just write back, yep. yep. You can just write back, sure. sure. And it's just... It's not it like him. Can I say so one more adorable. amazing thing about the Kindle? Absolutely. I just want to say this about the Kindle. That she loves been the Kindle. Inc- I do. I love my Kindle. But also, my mom had a stroke like 20 years ago and is quadriplegic and had a crazy thing happen with her eyes where she couldn't read books. And actually, Audible.com has been amazing for that, too. But once they invented the Kindle, for whatever reason, people with strokes can read a Kindle. Wow. In a way they can't read a paper book. Huh. Like, it's something about the bouncing light and the bouncing eyes. I Obviously, I'm a scientist, so I yes. know exactly what I'm talking about. But whatever the case, it's like brought reading wow. back into her life, which has been incredible. That's well, that's Isn't amazing. That cool? Yeah, that is amazing. So if people are listening who don't necessarily you think they can like still read geeks. paper books. <laughs> I got to tell you. <laughs> We're geeks? We're, yeah, a little bit. That's so, so exciting. a huge compliment. Yeah. I know. It's yeah. all we want. I you were yeah. going to be like your Luddites. You don't know anything. Not at all. No, I will tell you my favorite really fast. I'll tell you the right. app that changed sure. my life to, is um, and Tinder? No. Simple, <laughs> simple Note linked Grindr. to Notational Velocity. What I have Simple Note on my phone and Notational Velocity on my computer, and I'm obsessed with to-do lists and lists about my to-do yeah. lists. OCD like myself. Yeah, yeah it drives Jenny yeah. to madness, to the yeah. brink of madness. At, at literally 14 times a day, we're making lists yeah. of things. It's and important. one time Jenny made a list, and I was like, "This." one time Jenny made a list, and then she was like, I was so happy. She was like, I'm not making any more. You liked it too much. It was too <laughs> arousing for you. <laughs> But it allows me to have my lists on my phone and my lists on my computer, and they uh-huh. sync to each other. And so when I change one and one, it changes. And so I always have my lists with me and my schedule there. Yeah. And so simple note, link to notational velocity. If you are a list freak. Yes, as as many people are. It will really. You can do lists of lists. Lists of lists. I put. I have all of our, I have like Lenny to do, a casual romance to do, girls to do. And then it's just, it, but my boyfriend goes insane because he's like, you I have my special like deleting thing, deleting yeah. things off my list time which before makes you bed, feel better, yeah. which makes me feel better and him feel worse. Yeah, you'll never get to the end of it. No, I know. Just, One of is the, the things point. on hers is used to be until like two years ago was like going to grad school. I was like, this isn't happening. You have to. <laughs> Jenny let go made me of take it dream. off. She made me take off going to grad school and, and roasting a chicken. Well, you said she you were just going to teach me. You can, no, I am going to teach you how to do that for sure. You can but learn about like, that. I'm just learning. saying, like, you don't need to see that every day on your list. You're right. It's stressful. Yes. It's stressful. Not, I used to have have a baby on my list. Have a baby? Yeah, and I was like, Jenny was like, take have a baby <laughs> off your list. <laughs> no, You're just going to do it. Jenny, you need to move uh, along. I just, I feel like these things would make you stagnated. I think like so too. I feel pressure. closer to having a baby yeah. now that I took have a baby no. off my list. Although right. maybe because I've spent two years. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, I think you, you should have. I don't know what to I'm say. I'm going to go that. have a baby. Have a baby. We're like going to go to the airport and have, have a quick baby. baby. Okay, all right. We're very honored to be here. It Thank you. We love you. I feel Thank you're legitimizing us on the internet. No, I know. She no. just called us geeks. You are. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We you have to belong on Sand Hill Road, Jenny, I think. You can be her Jenny's sidekick. Jenny's freaking. Because I, cause I you're invent very inventive. in my sleep. You're inventive. Also, maybe Jenny I'm just like a few years late. Yeah. <laughs> also, what if Jenny was the face of Kindle? Oh, well, I'll call Jeff Bezos. Yes, maybe. please. Yes. Yeah. All right, thanks for coming on, Lena and Jenny. I'm Kara Swisher, and this has been an episode of Recode Decode. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. Woo! This has been Recode Decode, hosted by Kara Swisher. 
For more hard-hitting interviews with insiders from the worlds of tech, media, and politics, subscribe to Recode Replay on iTunes. Featuring candid conversations with leading voices like Snapchat CEO Evan Spiegel, Uber founder Travis Kalanick, reality star Kim Kardashian, Shark Tank host Mark Cuban, and presidential candidate Hillary Clinton, President Obama, and more. They're all on Recode Replay. Thanks for tuning in.